Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, my name is Todd Krieger, and today I'm talking to you about healing from infidelity, but specifically, when is the time to move on? Of course, I try to help couples thrive and stay together, but there are those times when it's time to move on. So again, what I do is I help couples thrive and heal from things such as infidelity. I also help couples reconnect and rekindle passion when they've lost their connection and lost their way. And I also help individuals heal from trauma, as well as find ways to get in more healthy relationships and get out of toxic ones. So again, when is the time? I'm going to talk about five conditions or situations when you, it's time to move on after you've been betrayed. The first one is when your partner who has betrayed you refuses to come to therapy at all. Now here's the problem with that. It's not just not coming to therapy, that's the issue. It's that the person has cheated on you, has betrayed you for some reason, for some uh, internal reason. And oftentimes, that person may not even know what it is. They just quote unquote did it. My job as a therapist or somebody else that knows what they're doing is to help that person who betrayed you get in touch with the reasons. So that once they get in touch with the reasons and what was going on and why they did it, now there'll be options to do better things and healthier things and hopefully solve those solutions within the marriage rather than outside the marriage or outside the committed relationship. So that's why if this person doesn't come in to therapy, this person is still a bad risk. There's no reason to believe that he or she won't do it again. Okay, situation number two is the person comes in for therapy, that's good, but they have no capacity or no willingness to be aware. They just don't. Now I have to say that's kind of rare because my job is to teach people how to be self-aware and a lot of people have to learn it. They're not automatically aware. They live their lives more unconsciously and when they come see me, someone like me, they, they can learn how to be more aware and how to reflect and try to understand their inner world which led them to do this behavior that hurt the betrayed person so much. But there are those people that just don't have the capacity. Maybe they have a personality disorder or there's some other reason where they just can't do it. Situation number three is they, they do come in, they have the capacity, but they, they don't do any behavioral changes. They, they don't make it happen. They, you know, the, the, the thing that happens with a person who is making behavioral changes, whether it's the betrayed person or the person that, that did the betrayal, is it requires vulnerability. It requires courage. You need to open up and do things in a different way. Typically, why the infidelity happened was one of you or both of you have not been vulnerable enough. And so, if that person refuses to be vulnerable enough to do the healthier communication patterns, to do the healthier sexual patterns, to do the healthier co-parenting patterns, whatever the case may be, then again, this person won't be a good risk. The fourth situation, which may tell you it's time to move on, is when the person just refuses to give you the time to grieve the innocence of the relationship the way it was before, where that part person is not willing to listen. 
and wants you to just get over it. Look, I'm not going to do it anymore, just get over it. And that kind of pattern is not going to lead to healing. Now that's different than someone who does that and then learns not to do it. And then maybe slips and relapses but catches him or herself and then does it uh, better the second time, a third time, a fourth time. We all do it. We all get defensive. I'm talking about the person who is of the belief and is refusing to change it that you need to just get over it. That usually doesn't lead to a good result and doesn't lead to you trusting that person emotionally. You can't feel emotionally safe with that person. So how are you going to ever really heal from the infidelity? The fifth reason is your partner's done it all, done everything what he or she had to do after betraying you. And you've done maybe your own couple's work, maybe your own individual work as well, but it, you just can't get over it. It's just something about it for you that you just can't get over it. And there should be no judgment there. There's no, there's no need to, there's no have to stay in the relationship. Even though, again, my intent is to try to keep couples together. If that's where you're at, if you can't get over it, then it is time to move on. So those are those five conditions. And I just want to tell you that if you press on the link below, you'll get the 10 steps to healing after infidelity. It's a wonderful document. So sign up, click that link, and just know that I'm here for you in any way you need me. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.